Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me. In my opinion, other information comes from the internet. Today is Monday, February 24th, 2020. I got about uh, five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, First and foremost, I want to do a little instant reaction from the fight on Saturday. Um, Congratulations to Tyson Fury um, for getting the win. Um, I hope he goes on to fight Anthony Joshua so we can actually see a mega fight in the heavyweight division. Um, I said on Friday's episode, he was the better boxer. And usually boxing beats brawling in that type of uh, environment. So that's pretty much it. Uh, More instant reaction. Florida State beats NC State. Um, We play Louisville tonight at 6 p.m. I'll be watching that game. Um, The baseball team is doing pretty good. Um, I'll be doing some Atlanta Braves stuff later on this week. So... Um, that's just instant instant reaction stuff from over the weekend. And um, let me go ahead and get to uh, my five segments. First segment is entitled uh, Peter Warwick versus Dre Bly, uh, 1997. Uh, Florida State versus uh, North Carolina. I was at that game. Um, didn't have tickets. Um, actually... Um, knew a friend, uh, his brother and his sister went to, uh, North Carolina and, uh, me and a couple other guys, we drive up to Chapel Hill. We, um, we stay, we're staying in this apartment, off campus apartment. Um, a couple of kids give us their IDs. We get in, uh, we get to the student section. Kids acting crazy, man. And, um, I mean, uh, Peter Warwick and Dre Bly, you know, uh, Dre Bly actually had the better pro career. Peter Warwick had, um, injury play career. Um, I mean, it really wasn't much to the matchup. The, uh, Florida State dominated this game defensively. Um, I think the final score was twenty to three. Um, I tried to look up the stats um, for this game. I, I couldn't find them. Um, both of the teams were undefeated going into this game, um, but obviously the matchup was Dre Bly versus Peter Ward, premier receiver versus the premier corner. Um, can't find the box score anywhere, but it was just a humongous game. Um, yeah, it doesn't say anything as far as, uh, lost 20 to three. You know, North Carolina had a really good team that year, man. They went 11-1. and one. Only loss was to Florida State. 
So, you know, back, I mean, this, you know, maybe in this time they could have made the college football playoff. Um, I wish I could find the stats for the, uh, for the North Carolina game. Hold on. I'm still researching here. Um, like I'm doing my stuff live now. I don't, uh, script my episodes. So that's why I'm, some of the information now is just as we talk. Um, I research a little bit before the uh, episode, but not as in depth if I as I used to, because I I um, learn from other podcasters. They I don't know if they you know it does, their stuff doesn't sound scripted. I listen to my stuff. My stuff sounds scripted, so. Um, that's why I did it this way But um, From what I can remember from the game I remember E.G. Green Catching a touchdown I'm not sure if Peter Warwick actually caught a touchdown But it was a good matchup Either way So um, That's that's it for that segment Florida, At the end of the day Florida State won the game 20-3 It was a defensive game North Carolina was supposed to have this great defense And it didn't show up So uh, let me know what you think about that segment. Tommy, next segment is uh, Tommy Polly, not celebrated enough. Um, one of the fastest linebackers in um, Florida State history. Um, 6'3", 230. Um, had a decent pro career. Um, played for five Played for five years, 2001 to 2004 with the Rams, 2005 with the Ravens, 2006 with the Saints. Um, When he was at Florida State, he um, finished his career with 289 tackles, 170 solo, uh, semifinalist for the Buckets Award, um, third-team All-American, first-team All-ACC, um, his final season with Florida State, he had over 100 tackles, 53 solo, um, seven tackles for a loss, two sacks, seven passes broken up. Um, he was a part of that national championship team in '99, and he was part of the one that lost in 2001. Against Oklahoma 13 to 2 Which still You know Is a thorn in my side Right now Still gut wrenching Um, From what I can remember about this guy Man he was very fast Very athletic Very um, lanky And was a great player At Florida State Second round pick Of the uh, Rams Number 42 overall um, just looking at some of his highlights. I mean, like I said, very fast, very athletic. Um, these are he's the type of linebacker that we need right now. He is the type of linebacker that we need right now, man. You know, they, these are the kind of guys that we used to get back in the day. So, um, he's just not talked about. You know. But he was a great player. Um, 
So let me know what you think about Tommy Polly. Um, moving on to the next segment, which is entitled Norvell's Nucleus. Players he can count on. All right, Marvin Wilson. Um, obviously the defensive leader. All right, heart and soul of the defense. All right, uh, linebacker. I mean, at the linebacker position, I think Emmett Rice is going to have to be that guy. All right, in the secondary, it's going to have to be either Nazrul Dean or Lars Woodby. Uh, Lars Woodby is still coming back from that injury, so I don't know if he's going to be ready for the season opener. Um, he'll be almost a year removed from that injury, so I hope he's. Uh, I hope he'll be healthy and ready to play. Um, I'm trying to think, maybe Kando or Janoris Robinson, definitely for sure, is gonna be um, a part of that nucleus. So um, that's defensively, offensively. Uh, um, James Blackman, you know, he's gonna have to step his play up tremendously. Obviously, um, Kalen LeBorn, is this is your this is your year? This is your shot. Um, so hopefully you step up and make the best of it. Um, offensive line, uh, Dante Lucas, um, wide receiver, uh, DJ Matthews, Tamori and Terry. I'm not sure what, um, I read something on the internet that, um, Keyshawn Helton said the, uh, the worst is past him as far as the knee injury. So hopefully that means he he's healing up pretty good, and um, um, uh, tight end wise, um, you know it's Cam McDonald's time, man. So, I mean, he he does everything well as a tight end except block. If he can become a ferocious blocker, you're looking at a first round pick, and he he can definitely be the MVP of the team if he wants it. That's that's how much I think of him. Um, so he's definitely a part of the offensive nucleus um, or just the overall nucleus. Um, if he can just um, get his blocking right. So um, let me know what you think about that segment. Norvell's nucleus players he can count on. Next segment is entitled. I think Hardy's has the best burgers. And obviously when I'm watching a game. I got food with me. That's just football and food just go together, man. And sometimes I eat Hardee's, or as they call it on the West Coast, Carl Jr.'s. All right. They have the best burgers, in my opinion. The Monster Thick Burger, man. If you ain't never had that, man, with 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 the humongous hamburger patty and the bacon and the mayo. I mean, some people some people might say Ruby Tuesday. Uh, I've been there a couple times. I I wasn't I wasn't impressed. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that I wasn't impressed with Ruby Tuesday. Uh, McDonald's, eh? Burger King, eh? Wendy's, eh? They're all right, I guess. Um, now, Jack in the Box makes pretty good burgers, too. 
um, and it's just East Coast stuff. So um, I never been to any of the uh, West Coast restaurants. Um, so I wouldn't know anything about those. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Do you think Carl Jr.'s has the best burgers? If not, who do you think has the best burgers? Because I feel like hamburgers go well with football. All right. And uh, next segment is entitled William Floyd, bar none, 93 national champion with Florida State, 94 Super Bowl champion. You know, only only a select few players get to do that. National champs, Super Bowl champs. And he was one of the guys who actually did this. And let's take a look at William Floyd. All right. 6'1", 250. Um, or 242. Uh, first round pick of the San Francisco 49ers. Um. And obviously, the 49ers have a tradition of great fullbacks because they pretty much ran the West Coast offense, you know, forever. Um, played for San Francisco for three years. Then he played for the, whole, the hometown team, Carolina Panthers, for two years. Um, first rookie in NFL history to score three touchdowns in a playoff game. Um, like I said, he was a fullback, so his rushing stats are not – you know, something that you're going to write home about. Um, he was the premier fullback in the 1994 NFL draft, was selected 28 overall by the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Um, the last fullback to be selected in the first round. That's how good he was. Brash and loud. That tells you that tells you how much I love the guy. Love brash and loud. Um, let's see. His 1995 season got short because he uh, tore three ligaments in his right knee. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it, man. You know, 93 national champ. He goes to San Francisco, wins the Super Bowl, 1994 champ. I mean, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was nice seeing him do that. Um, Again, I really should have used him as a player that's not celebrated enough, but I really wanted to focus on the back-to-back championships, national championship and Super Bowl championship because that's just like a rare feat. And it's a story. He's a story because he's the last fullback to get drafted in the first round. So let me know what you think about that segment, William Floyd. That's going to conclude this episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. If you're listening to this on YouTube, scroll down to the description. Click on one of the links. Rate, review, subscribe. I appreciate every single person that listens on a daily basis and supports this podcast. I love you guys. 
And as always, go Nose.